Welcome to the Wellness From Within podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Stewart, an overthinker and purpose-driven gal who knows what it's like to be underwhelmed and overwhelmed at the exact same time. Follow along and we'll learn to fight fear with faith, to live life on purpose, and ultimately discover true wellness from within. Welcome back to Wellness From Within podcast. This is Melissa Stewart, your host, and I'm so glad you've joined in again. As long as you keep coming back, I'll keep meeting you here on Tuesdays and Thursdays for now. So enjoy my time here chatting and sharing a little bit of my heart on this wellness journey. And today I want to talk about something that I think most of us can say that we have experienced in our life, and that is a cluttered mind. And I want to talk about what it really means to declutter our mind, because I know that most of us have a lot of clutter upstairs. And maybe even especially during this time of uncertainty, when we have so many voices and sources screaming at us to do this and do that and look over here and look over there. And so I want to talk about what it means to declutter our mind and give you a few tips that you can use maybe during your day and just throughout your week to help you to really create space and clarity in your mind. And so clutter, when we talk about clutter, you know, I think immediately I think of a cluttered house or a cluttered car or a cluttered purse for women. But clutter doesn't have to just be physical items in your environment, but you can also have clutter in your mind. And these are things like focusing on negative thoughts, worrying about things that are outside of your control, maybe holding on to negative emotions or experiences even that you've that you've had in the past. Clutter could also look like keeping a lot of mental to-do lists in your head, things that you need to do or should do or should have done or could have done, or even external distractions that cause a lot of sensory input into our mind can bring clutter. And so I know that we all have experienced at least one of those things in our life, but so much of our wellness journey really depends on our minds being clear, really being free of clutter so that we can listen to what our mind is telling us about our body, about finding space in our mind to even create, to be inspired, to feed our soul even. And when our minds are cluttered and packed full of all of this extra stuff, none of those things that serve us happen. We can't listen to our body. We can't listen to what our mind is telling us because we are so overwhelmed with the noise of our mind. You know, we've got distractions from the outside world vying for our attention. We've got people marketing at us constantly to buy this and, you know, try that. You've got Facebook chanting opinions about every little topic. Instagram feeds showing us highlight reels and giving us all these suggestions of where we need to go and visit and how we need to work harder so that we can, you know, buy these new things. 
And that's not even to mention our normal daily tasks that we think about that we have to accomplish and just the things we need to do on a daily basis with our children and our family and ourselves. And so there's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of clutter in our minds. So when does it stop? You know, when, when do we say enough and really start to work on cleaning out the clutter of our mind? I think about our garage at our house. <laughs> this garage seems to collect things I don't even know where they come from. They just breed, just things breed things. And so when we get overwhelmed and tired of the clutter in the garage, you know, it's like, okay, all hands on deck. And we just did this a couple of weeks ago. We just take everything out, you know, every little piece of trash or just all the stuff that's there, tools and toys and just things, just take all of it out, clean slate. It's all sitting, you know, out on the driveway and we've got this clean garage with, you know, it's, we've washed, we've washed all the dirt and debris out and it looks so nice. It's like, oh, I don't want to put anything else back in there. It just looks so nice. So we, you know, then we start picking and choosing what we're going to put back in the garage. And I mean, it's amazing how much junk we had in there. And we actually threw more away than we kept. I mean, you know, we kept our, our cars, obviously, and we kept our bikes and, you know, the, the things we use for the pool and the grill. I mean, but most of what was in that garage was clutter, just sitting there, taking up space. You know, we, we didn't have room for certain things that we wanted to put in the garage because there was all this junk. And so I think this is exactly what happens with our minds is things just find a spot and they stay there and we just never go and tend to that. We never remove those things out and they just keep taking up space and then we can't find space for the beneficial things that we need because our mind is so full of clutter. And today we're going to take care of that. We're really going to talk about wiping the slate clean. And number one, allowing the goodness of God to infiltrate our minds. And he really can come in and just wipe it clean, right? Amen. So this will look different for many of you. But this mindset shift, if you will let it, it will be a welcome invitation really for your soul to just breathe like a fresh breath of air and, and be unapologetic about it. You know, we don't have to feel guilt or shame about all the things that have been stored there. And we don't have to explain any, to anyone why we're, you know, doing what we're doing. This is just a practice that will help declutter our mind and result really in an amazing transformation. And so I want to just start by giving you the first tip. And I'll just go through these and you can write them down if you're where you can. If not, just come back and replay. These are just some things that I've learned through the years that helped me. This is not an inclusive list. There are so many different ways that you can declutter your mind. These are just ways that have I found helpful for me. So number one, declutter your environment. And you're thinking, oh, I thought we were talking about decluttering our mind. Well, I am. But our physical reality affects our mental well-being. And so if you can find a spot in your home, one or two, that you can just declutter, 
Just start small. For me, it's always my bedroom and my kitchen counters. But I make my bed every single day. This small practice has helped me have a one place in my house that I can retreat to that's tidy and clean. Even if the rest of the house is madness, I can go in my bedroom. My bed is made and I can sit there and have a moment of silence and breathe. I also do this with my kitchen counters. I, I, I'm not going to use the word hate because it's a strong word, but I really dislike clutter on my kitchen counters. We have an open floor concept in our home and maybe that's why. And so when the counters in the kitchen are cluttered, I feel like the whole house looks, looks messy. But when our kitchen is not in use and it's in use a lot and I'm good with that. But when it's, when our dinner time is up or, you know, the dishes are clean, I love a clean countertop. It's like a clean slate and it's a visual for me that gives me that space just to go, oh, this is, you know, this is a, this is a clean space. And so having that clean visual spot in your home will give you a physical place to go and reset when needed. So declutter your environment. Number two, limit your media intake. Now you have to be the boss of the media or the media will be the boss of you. And you know that's true. So set time limits on how much time you spend ingesting media into your mind. Some of the ways that I do this is I have time limits set in my phone. I cannot be on media over two hours per day or my phone will ding at me and say, you've reached your time limit. Now I can access more time if I need, but it gives me a, a limit. It gives me a guide to go, oh, I've been on this way too much. That includes my social media time, internet time, and email time. And that is one of the tools that I've learned to help me limit my intake because I can get lost so easily on social media. I mean, just scrolling through Instagram or watching a YouTube video, even, you know, how that goes. And so all that stuff's coming into my mind. I'm giving it, I'm giving it place in my mind when I'm watching and scrolling. Another thing you can do is turn off your notifications. You know, don't let social media interrupt you through the day with likes and follows and comments Take charge of that space in your mind. Only watch news once a day, maybe. You know, you set your limit on that, but you don't need to sit in front of the screen for hours listening to the same stories over and over again, especially during this time. And I, I definitely want to be aware and I don't want to have my head in the sand, but I, don't, I can get the Cliff's Notes version of the news in one setting, like a 10 to 15 minute setting and just you know, look at the things that I need to see just to stay in the loop. So remember, this is a shift. This is a practice. It takes time. But your headspace will be so much clearer for the things that serve you and bring life to your soul when you limit all the voices coming in through media. Number three, challenge negative thoughts. And this is one of the most powerful things I think we can do to declutter our mind. Taking our thoughts captive, really. You know, how much of our headspace is filled with false or limiting beliefs? You know, negative thoughts. I, I think this is even a topic that we could dive into a lot deeper even on another podcast episode. And maybe I'll do that. But our minds 
are literally the breeding ground for all the what ifs, the should haves, the could haves, the would haves, you know, all this negative thinking. And most of the clutter that we store there comes from, you know, postponed decisions or made up scenarios, scripts that we believe about ourselves for years. But we have to take charge of those thoughts. When they pop up, don't give them free reign of your mental real estate. You know, that is the enemy of your soul. He will plant and put these things there and they will take root and live and weed up your mind for years. You don't even realize they're there. They've become such a part of your thinking pattern. So when that negative thought rises up, challenge it. Take notice of it. Call it out. Name it and tame it. Check it. Prove whether it's true or not. Most of the time, those negative thoughts are not even true. So the next time you feel that negative thought rise up, you know, I limiting belief, self-condemnation, guilt, shame, all those things, it's okay to feel them, but let's feel them, let's name them, and then let's let them go. Amen? Clear the clutter of your mind. Number four thing that we can do to declutter our mind is we can journal and meditate. And I will teach this until the day I die and I have no more breath in my body to say it. (laughs) Journaling or writing is one of the best and most practical ways to declutter your mind. It's literally a brain dump. You know, you're just throwing it all on the paper. Getting your thoughts out of your mind and onto paper literally immediately releases space in your mind. It is literally an immediate decluttering session. Within five minutes, you can have your, your mind totally decluttered just by taking a piece of paper and a pen and just start writing. No particular you know, format, just get it out. Whatever's in your mind, whatever you're thinking, what are you afraid of? What are you anxious about? What are you excited about? What are you regretting? You know, what is on your mind? Put it on paper. I do this every single day and I have for years and it's made a massive, massive impact in my life. I do most of my journaling in the morning and I also do another session in the evening. But when I wake up, I go and I sit down with my Bible and my journal and I write. I write scripture, I write prayers, I write what I woke up thinking, and I I spend time in quiet just meditating, letting my, my mind be still, thinking on the truths of God's word after I've written my heart out. And after I do that, whether it's in the morning or the evening, I feel so much peace. There's a clean slate. All that chatter that was going on in my mind or those thoughts that are racing, they're quieted because I've just put them out onto paper, just taken them from my head and put them out into space. And this clears up space for me to really hear what God is speaking to me through his word, you know, to soak up the truth of his word and to meditate on what's true and what's good and what's righteous and holy. So journal and meditate are, are ways that we can 
declutter your mind immediately. And the fifth way that I'm going to give you here to declutter your mind is to rest. And I think you're like, oh, that's normal. Like everybody knows that. But common sense is not always common practice. We know we need rest. And this is the most practical tip available, really, because we all do it or we should every single night. But I think that's the issue is that we don't really rest. We close our eyes and sleep. But are you giving yourself enough time to really reset and recharge? You know, when your mind can turn off and reset, there's no noise from the outside world. Just stillness. That is true rest. And for years, I really like considered myself the superhero woman because I would say, oh, I don't require, you know, eight to 10 hours of sleep every night. That's crazy. You're wasting half your, you know, evening sleeping. And I would just, kids would go to bed. And I mean, that was like when my day began. I get it. I was there. And I worked till wee hours of the morning and I had to do what I had to do. But I'm telling you, after a while, it took a toll on my body. And it took a toll on my mind because I found myself waking up groggy. I had brain fog all through the day because my mind had not reset and charged. And so lack of sleep causes all this clutter in our mind to build up because now we, all the clutter's there and now it's just a big fog. You know, we're, we're sleepy during the day. We can't think straight, can't make decisions. We definitely can't create and serve and love and we're not taking care of our temple. So rest is a huge way to declutter your mind. Eight to 10 hours a night, just make it happen. And you're not gonna get it perfect. There's no perfect way to do this, but it's an intention that you can set for yourself. You deserve it. Your body deserves it. Your mind deserves it. You need rest. And there's a whole nother episode we can talk about this as well, that God has commanded us to rest. He has shown us how to rest. You know, he created the world and he rested from all that. And and, and he looked upon all that he did. It was good. So we, why do we not do this? Why do we take this beautiful joy and gift that we've been given from God and not use it? Use rest to declutter your mind. And I hope that somewhere today, something along the way has encouraged you or struck a chord in your in your mind they're like oh I need to do that or I can try that these are just practical easy ways that we can you know that we can start to declutter all the mess in our minds and just know that you know our minds are precious real estate and even throughout your day you know you can notice little spots in your day that are silent maybe and if you have young children I get it they're really few and far between. I, I'm with you, Mama. I, I've been there. You know, my kids are a little older now, and my days look a little different. But even if you're, you know, walking to your mailbox, maybe there's a two-minute window of, of quiet time. Just notice that stillness of time. Get outside and walk and just let your mind be still and rest. You know, maybe it's before your husband comes home from work and you're, you know, setting the table for dinner or cooking dinner in that time, just being quiet during that time and not talking and not letting anything infiltrate your mind. Maybe you're just driving to the post office or the grocery store, but just begin to notice little moments in your day that you can just be still and let that, let your mind 
think and breathe and rest in those moments as well. Those are important too. And most of all, we want to declutter our minds so the Holy Spirit can speak to us in ways that we've not let him speak because our minds have been so full. So my prayer is that you've been encouraged. My prayer is that you will take these tips and use them. My prayer is that we will all come to know Christ deeper and stronger through decluttering our mind. And so friends, thank you so much for joining me. I love this time. And I hope that you've been blessed in some way. And if you know someone that may benefit from this or that could use these tips, would you please share this podcast with them? If you would subscribe or like or comment, this just helps the podcast to get in front of other people that may want to hear what we're chatting about here. So thank you so much. And until next time, I am sending so much love and so much expectation your way.